Ashonda King is my friend. She's also a businesswoman and entrepreneur in Michigan. She started her business, Body of Work Massage, in 2019, and it was the result of all of her hard work. Now, things were picking up until, you guessed it, the coronavirus hit and forced a shutdown. But the universe had bigger and completely unexpected plans for her future. In this episode, Ashonda and I talk about the moment she realized she was tired of working for someone else and how one business turned into two during a pandemic. So the reason I asked you on this call is because I think that you're an awesome person. We have been friends forever and you're doing some stuff that could inspire some people. You're doing some stuff that, you know, you went out on a limb and you're like, hey, I got to make this change. So what are your businesses right now? Right now, I am a licensed massage therapist who is not practicing due to COVID. Um, I am a school bus driver who is not transporting students due to COVID. However, we still do food distribution a couple of times a week. And I make candles. It's a lot of different things. It is. (laughs) It is. Uh, my dad always taught me, you got to have a side hustle. And the school bus driving thing was to fund my massage business. And then both of those things got shut down. So I said, Hey, how can I still get some money coming in? And candles happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's start with the very first part of this, which is the massage business. Uh, what is the name of your company and when did you get started in that before everything kind of got shut down? Okay. So the name of my company is Body of Work Massage. Um, I started that in September of 2018. Um, Well, that's when I went back to school for massage. I had just finished uh, my master's degree in kinesiology and I thought, hey, you know, I want to work with athletes and massage is a great way to promote recovery. So I said, hey, let's let's do this too. And I just fell in love with it. And um, so I graduated in September of 2019. And then I launched my business in December of 2019. And then everything came to a screeching halt in March of 2020. How did that feel? Because you, you know, you're out of school, you're, you're energized, you're ready to get this started. You've been thinking about this for a long time. It's here and now a virus. What? Exactly. Exactly. It was deflating um, because I was, my business was just starting to get some traction. I just started to get a following on Instagram and, you know, (laughs) life had other plans. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I can't really describe it other than deflating because I was like, like you said, I was so pumped up to do my own thing, to have my own business, because that's always been an end goal for me. Like I don't want to work for anyone else. People always say that when folks make plans, the world laughs or God laughs or whomever, you know, whatever <laughs> happens, whatever happens that you want to make happen, it's not going to happen because something else is saying you're stupid. Uh-uh. This is my plan. We're going to work on this schedule. So how did that feel? Just knowing that you made these plans, like people say you should, and then it's over. I mean, if it, it felt deflating, but how do you motivate yourself outside of that? How did you motivate yourself outside of that? It's life with everything. You have to adapt, you know, you have to overcome adversity and Hey, this is just another bump in the road. 
but I'm going to stick with it and I'm motivated to do so because I really, truly enjoy it. Like, I believe that this is what I've been called to do. Now, when the pandemic happened, what was your process in terms of shutting down? You said your business had really just started to gain some traction. You got customers, word of mouth, all that stuff. You have a website, you know, flyers. So what was the process of saying, actually, guys, we're going to put this on pause? You know what? I didn't really have a whole lot of work to do because the governor pretty much did all of that. You know, she put out a press release and I went to the CDC website, compiled some information and just made an Instagram post. Um, As far as my website, I put a button on there that said COVID-19 updates and I have a big banner that says temporarily closed for massage. When did you decide to start your own business? That was after massage school. That was after massage school. Okay. And what made you want to do that instead of going to work for somebody else? Oh, because at that time I had been working for (laughs) someone else and I saw a, an Instagram post that said something to the effect of don't support someone else's dreams. Like, you know, if you have your own, put your all into your own. And I understand that, you know, Owning a business and working for yourself is not for everybody. But that really spoke to me because my father, um, he was actually laid off and he had to reinvent himself. And he made the choice to not work for anyone else ever again. And so seeing that growing up, that made me say, hey, you know, I want to be my own boss. I can do this myself. That there is super inspiring. But what do you say to people who? you know, they might try it out or they want to try it out, but it's not really for everybody sometimes. True, because there's a lot that goes into it that I didn't even know went into it. (laughs) Above the obvious of, you know, having to do, well, you don't necessarily have to do your own books, but I would like to keep as much money for myself as I can. Um, Obviously, you have to know your own limitations, but as far as being like a creative director, your social media manager, you got to be customer service representative. You have to be research and development. Um, like I said, you have to know your own limitations, but then you also have to be willing to be flexible and willing to adapt because you may have a vision for how you want things to go. And then life throws some curveballs at you and you have to reinvent your plan. That's actually kind of perfect. You said life throws curveballs at you. And obviously the pandemic was a curveball for everybody. (laughs) That no one expected. (laughs) No (laughs) one saw coming. And the pandemic, it forced you out of this business that you created, the massage business. It forced you to shut that down. And then it inspired not only for you to find kind of a side hustle because you needed to do that with the bus driving, but it inspired a whole new business that you never even thought would be for you. Exactly. Never was on my radar. And it's so funny how things just kind of aligned and worked themselves out. Um, My mom and I joked, like, you know, had my dad uh, not passed away, like I wouldn't be able to use her house as my warehouse, so to speak, (laughs) because he hates clutter. And I have boxes stacked up to the ceiling. I went and purchased uh, some bookcases for storage. I got some uh, 
storage units. It's it's chaos over here. But I'm grateful that she's allowing me to utilize her space to pursue my dream. And what made you decide to start the candle business? When my dad passed away, uh, my friends surrounded me with love and light. And I was just really in a dark space. And I, I don't know, that was a very difficult, probably most difficult thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I just remember um, him supporting me every step of the way. And he's like, you know, if you need some money, I got you. I know that you want to get a certification, you know, just whatever you need, I'm going to help you. So I just, I tried to stay true to that and, you know, do what I could to make him proud. And after uh, school got shut down and I was no longer driving the bus and massage got shut down, I just thought of him like, hey, this man always had money coming in some kind of way. And I, I went back to that and said, hey, I need a side hustle. And it was like, how can you put more light into the world? Massage and candles also kind of go hand in hand. And I said, I said to my fiance, I said, hey, like, how do you feel about me making candles? And she was like, you know, are you going to do soy wax and or paraffin? Or, and I was like, oh, OK, let me do some research. And then I posed it, to, <laughs> posed it to her group of friends and they all got real excited. Like, oh, my God, you mean I don't have to shop it? You know, that famous candle company. I said, yeah, OK, <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and do that. And so, you know, I, I got inspired then and there just seeing their seeing their excitement, their enthusiasm. I was like, OK, this is a thing. There's definitely a market for this. And so I just poured my all into that. And Body of Work Massage Therapeutic Essentials was born. Knowing you, I would not think that you would be making candles. I just have to come out and say that. And not, not because I... You're not, <laughs> not alone. <laughs> like for real, not because I don't think you're not a kind person or a soft person. But Ashanta making candles? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's out of left field for sure. <laughs> definitely not along the lines with what I've, I've done in the past. So no, 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 <laughs> not at all. And, and what, what would you say have been the biggest challenges though, in starting this business versus starting the uh, massage business? Like, how do you compare those two? With starting the candle business, there was a ton of research involved. And I'm um, honestly, when I got started, I didn't know which direction to go. There's so much that goes into it that I don't think that people realize um, as far as picking. Well, there are different types of wicks, picking the size of your wick, um, picking a vessel, which or you know, a jar or anything like that, which is what a container candle comes in, um, picking the type of wax. It's, it's a very big science experiment to uh, go back to your question as far as starting the massage business. I needed to decide whether or not I was going to do out calls, which means going to someone else's location, or if I wanted to have the overhead of a space. Uh, deciding how to set up my business, whether it's going to be an LLC or a sole proprietorship or an independent contractor, you know, all those tax things that nobody really understands. <laughs> um, you need to make sure you have insurance if you're putting things into people's hands and or doing anything to anybody, and a target demographic. Everything isn't for everybody. You need to kind of hone in on who you want to market to. 
So you have the candle business. And at this point, is this your main source of income or how would you describe the candle business since the other two are kind of on hold? Um, well, like I said, I am still getting paid through the school district. Um, so that I would say is primary. The candle business it has been steady. Some months have been a little up. Some months have been a little down. But like I said, it's steady income. So if anything, I'd just call it supplemental. But I love doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, you know, when when all of this is over or all, we have a handle on all of this, you know, you can reopen the massage business. You can bring the candles in. And it's who knows where you'll go from here. Exactly. Exactly. And the massage you know, I, I started out with uh, the self-care collection, which has each candle in that collection is named for principles of self-care, obviously, but it's intertwined with massage, like, you know, setting your intention, manifesting, being grounded, um, trying to restore harmony or recharging yourself. So those are some of my candle names and I'm, I'm still looking to expand into more, but it was just interesting how it all aligned itself. Cause I didn't think I would be making, you know, uh, apple pie turnover or something like that. You know, these <laughs> crazy candle names. Like I, I didn't want to be a dessert candles. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I want to, I, w- I do want to wrap it up. Um, and I just want to ask just about 2021, where do you see yourself in this new year? And what do you hope for? Do you hope the world will be a greater place? I don't know. <laughs> well, we're always hoping for that. And, and I think right. January, January 20th is the start of that. If you know, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. As far as my therapeutic essentials line, I see growth. I'm going to manifest. Okay, and that's the name of one of my self-care candles, by the way. Shameless plug. But I'm going to manifest that I can get my candles into a local shop. That would be a wonderful thing for me. Um, As far as massage, I hope that I get back to that soon so folks can catch these hands. Um, Catch them. (laughs) Yes, catch these hands. (laughs) I love when you say that. It's so so funny to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I I hope we get back some normalcy, honestly, because even as a bus driver, I miss my kids. I do. Uh, And that's the reason that I took that job because kids are, they're just joy. They are joy to just see their little minds work for them to ask me questions where it's like, wait, what are you doing asking me that? You know, just kids, they're clay. They can be molded. Um, I, I really love that. So like I said, just get back to some normalcy and yeah, great things are on the horizon. It's going to be 2021 is going to be better than 2020 for sure. Thank you for listening to When I Decided. Feel free to subscribe so you can know when the next episode is out. And follow on Instagram at When I Decided. There you can learn more about each guest, what they do, and connect with them yourself. Also, if you have anyone who you think would be a good person to talk with, or if you have questions for the ones you've already heard, send me a DM on Instagram. Until then, stay positive and don't be afraid to pivot.